As we've studied the life of Joseph with Scott Pauling, we've learned that this study isn't necessarily about Joseph, but instead about the God who was with Joseph, even in the darkest of circumstances. As you look at your own circumstances through the eyes of faith, do you recognize God's presence? Oh, that we could learn to live in the presence of God. Be sure to stay tuned after today's study to learn more about Scott's book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. Are you living in the blessing today? And not do you want to, not do you wish you were, not do others think you are, not do you hope to in the future. Are you at this moment living in the blessed presence of God? Because that's the Lord's desire for us. And the Lord's made it possible, and now we must learn to live in that reality. We're studying in the life of Joseph today in Genesis 49. We've been here for a while, haven't we? And we've seen his his fruitfulness and growth. We've seen his conflict and opposition. We've seen the victory and strength that God alone gives. And then when you come to the end of this section in Genesis 49, verses 25 and 26, the whole emphasis is on the blessings of God. We've learned already the source of the blessing is God Almighty. We've seen the force of the blessing, that it is a a blessing of abundance, blessings that exceed the battles, blessings in every way for all of time and all of eternity. But today, I'd like to finish our time in Genesis 49 by showing you the course of the blessing. How do you receive those blessings and how do you relay them? I love the Word of God. God answers these questions for us. Listen to verse 26. The blessings of thy father have prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors under the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? We say, oh, Lord, I want that blessing on my life, on my family, on our future. But now listen to the end of verse 26. This is the the closing words, the last words of Jacob to Joseph. He says, they shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him that was separate from his brethren. There is, in these two little phrases, some help, some some explanation about how Joseph received these blessings and also how he relayed them to others, literally the course of the blessing. But let's talk first about how he received the blessing. He had to receive the blessing through difficulty. Now, we don't want that, do we? Uh, We want the blessing without the burdens and the battles, right? We want... God's goodness without any struggle. And yet notice, the blessing came on the head of him that was separate from his brethren. This was a man that went through tremendous separation. I think this word separate uh, is a word of difficulty. It references his circumstantial and and providential separation from his brothers. C.I. Schofield used to say that in every life that God is going to bless, that person will go through some separating experience. Uh, At this stage in my life, I'm understanding more about that. God will separate you from people, from your comfort zone, (laughs) from things you leaned on. He'll knock all the props out so that you'll learn to lean on him alone. In fact, this separation is actually a connection because what it does, it brings you nearer to God. When everything and everyone else is gone, now you have the Lord alone. I love what Vance Havner used to say. He said, when Jesus is all you have, you find out he's all you need. Someone else said, when you get to the bottom, you find out the foundation is still there. 
And so there's a very real sense in which it was through this separation, it was through this, this difficulty that the blessing came. Do not look at your challenges and your trials and tests today as your enemy. They may very well be God's gift to you and the means by which the blessing of God comes. Remember, the spirit of glory and of God, Peter said, rest on those who are being persecuted. Don't let your problems today become a wedge between you and God. Let them be a prod that drives you closer to God. Don't let them come between you and the Lord. Instead, let them drive you nearer to the Lord. I think this word separate not only is a word of difficulty, it's also a word of devotion. I believe this man was a man who lived separated to the Lord. Uh, The idea here of him looking to the Lord alone. In fact, I, I really believe this. Joseph was separate from his brothers before he was separate from his brothers. He was different. He was separate from the rest of those boys even when he was living with them. It is the presence of God that separates a person, that sets us apart, that makes us different. Moses learned that. In Exodus 33, he's talking to God about uh, uh, leading the people. And he said uh, in verse 15, he said, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. In verse 16, he said, If you go with us, so shall we be separated. Oh, I love that. He said, The thing that's going to mark us and the thing that's going to make us, the thing that will distinguish us from every other nation Dear Lord, is your presence. Isn't that true? Uh, The course of the blessing is God has to get you to him. God has to bring you to himself, whatever that takes, whatever that cost is. And maybe the Lord's doing that in your life right now, and you think, boy, this is painful. Don't ever forget this. God is working to bring you to himself so you can know the blessing of the Lord. And then, The course of the blessing doesn't just come to you, then it flows through you. Listen to the verse again. It said that the blessings would be on the head of Joseph. Now, that's very important because the head is not the whole thing. It's just the top. It's like the high priest would be anointed on his head, but then the oil would drip down through the the garment all the way to the hem of the garment. That's the same picture here. He's saying the blessing is going to get poured out on you, Joseph, but it's not just for you to consume It's then to flow through you into the lives of other people. Oh, I love this. God doesn't bless you to bless you. God blesses you to make you a blessing. It's not for us to become depositories. It's for us to become channels through whom the blessing of God can flow into the lives of other people. That happened in the nation of Israel through Joseph. In fact, we're still deriving blessing from Joseph's example. That's what happens when you live in the blessing of God. The course of the blessing is that God uses difficulty and circumstances to bring it into your life, and then out of that, you're able to be a channel of grace and truth to other people. In the words of Paul, we comfort them who are in any trouble with the same comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. They tell me that Johnson Oatman, the great hymn writer, went through a period of deep, dark depression at a point in his life, considered taking his life, sat down to write his family a letter to say goodbye, and he thought that perhaps he should make a list of some things he was grateful for so they wouldn't think everything was bad. And he filled up a page of blessings and turned it over and filled up the back and got another sheet of paper and filled it up. And after he'd written line after line of blessings, he started laughing, laid his pen down and said, I have too much to live for. I can't take my life. He took out a fresh piece of paper and wrote these words for the first time, one of my favorite hymns. Count your many blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God hath done. 
Dear listener, I want to encourage you today to begin to count the blessings of your God on every hand and to consider that the God of all blessing is with you and he is for you. And what God is doing in your life right now is not only for you, it may very well be for others. God is the source of the blessing, the force of the blessing, and the course of the blessing. So just let the God of all blessing have his way with you today. Live in the presence of God. And as you do, the presence of God will become known to those around you. May God help us all to live today conscious of his presence and his blessing. As believers, we long for the day that we see the Lord and forever will be in His presence in heaven. But friend, you and I do not have to wait until then to live in the presence of God. In Joseph's life, we are reminded that the Lord desires that we stay in His presence throughout each day and in every circumstance. This was the open secret of Joseph's life. Scott has a tremendous resource that will equip you to live in God's presence. His book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org forward slash Joseph to download the free digital book, access the audio book, or purchase the hard copy version. Our prayer is that this will inspire your daily walk with the Lord. <music>